Welcome again to See Simple Secrets Podcast. In the last episode, we talked about things that we needed to let go of in our lives in order to help us to develop relationships that we know will be long lasting and mutually beneficial. In today's episode, we're actually going to go over four steps to help you to let things go in your life and reevaluate the relationships that you have. So let's jump right in. The first step is realize those things that you need to let go of. That should be the easiest thing, but it could be the most difficult because you may not know what you really need to let go of until you do that reflecting and that processing that I talked about earlier. And the second step is let go. And I know it seems very simplistic to say that, but seriously, you just really need to let it go. I think that's the hardest, most difficult step for us to take is to let it go. When you see a situation is not working. But let me tell you, you're not getting a badge. You're not getting the Medal of Honor for sticking and staying in something that's not conducive to you. You know, you're not getting the Medal of Honor for staying in an abusive relationship. And it doesn't have to be physically abusive. It could be mentally, it could be emotionally, and it could just be a situation that's just hurting you because it's not the type of situation that you want and it's not what you see for yourself. And we really just need to let it go. But I think this is the most easiest sounding, but it's one of the most difficult to do. So it's like, to me, the analogy that I think of is when you're on a swing And, you know, you're swinging back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because, I mean, that's kind of what situation this is. It's like you're running across the same people, you're making the same mistakes. So it's swinging back and forth without stopping. But, you know, when when you at the when you were at the park as a child and you with your friends and it's like everybody else is jumping off the swing, but you're scared to let go. You literally have to take your hands off the swing and jump off. But you don't want to because right now you feel comfortable, you feel protected because you don't know what's gonna happen when you jump off. Are you gonna fall into the dirt? Are you gonna land on your feet? You don't know. So right now this feels safe, but you have to jump off the swing. You gotta let go, you gotta take your hands off. Of course, you don't know how you're gonna land but you will land, that's the definite. And then even if you get into the dirt, all you have to do is just dust yourself off. Dust yourself off and begin again. And that's what we have to do. You know, it's just like if you fall off your bike, you get back on and you try riding again and the next time you don't fall. Or even if you do fall, what do you do? Pick yourself up and try it again and again until you get to that situation or that relationship that's conducive for you. Self-care is not selfish. Taking care of you, taking care of your mental state, taking care of your mental health, taking care of your body is not selfish. It's actually one of the best things that you can do for yourself. And so we have to get to that point where we're not worried about being comfortable anymore. We're not worried about that 
protection that we feel like, oh, as long as I'm in this relationship, then I know nothing else is going to harm me. But this is harming you. Well, I'm safe here because I don't have to worry about what anybody else might do to me. But this is not safe for you. You need to get in a situation that is best for you in the long term, in the long run. And my third piece of advice is don't seek it out anymore. So once you let go of this situation or this relationship that is not serving you, don't seek it out anymore. And when I say that, this is what I mean. Checking his or her social media because we're good for that. Let me go on Facebook, see what he doing. Let me go on Instagram, see what she doing. Whose picture did she post? Did she post a picture with somebody? I knew she was messing around with somebody. And she might not have been doing anything. And Chris Brown had a song with Justin Bieber on his last album called Don't Check On Me. It wasn't a hit like the rest of them were. But it was very needed. Once you let something go, don't check up on that person. Hey, I just want to know how you was doing. Oh, that's good. I'm... You don't need to know how they doing. Honestly, if you really are ready to let go of the situation, why do you need to know how they're doing? Oh, I just want to make sure that everything is okay with them. They okay. They're making it without you. And you're making it without them. It's okay. You don't have to check on them. No, hey, big head. No, how you doing? No, let me see what what they've been doing, what they've been up to, who they dating next, none of that. Just literally let it go. Don't check up on them and just move on. That's the best thing that you can do. I know I've been speaking about this from a relationship standpoint, but even with grieving sometimes, it comes to a point where, you know, if you're looking at pictures every single day and really dwelling in that place, it becomes very difficult to let that hurt go or let that grief go. Every single time that that day comes up, oh man, this is the day that they passed away. And I know I know I have lost people very close to me. And so I'm speaking from a place of experience. And when I say I went through a grieving period that lasted way longer than it should have. And so I'm I'm speaking from experience because I know the place that it can put you in when you really don't want that loved one to go. You know, but we have no control over that. We don't have control over when a person leaves us, but what we have control over is how we react to it. And I'm telling you that there is no better way to honor someone's memory than to celebrate their life. If that person were there and if that person could see you and they see you doing well and they see you prospering, and they see you happy and joyful, I don't think it would bring any more peace to their heart than to see you doing those things. 
But if they looked down and saw you lashing out at people, crying, not wanting to eat, not wanting to get out of bed, not wanting to change your clothes, not going on with your life, not wanting to live, not leaving the house, that's the last way that they will want you to honor their memory. I really have to encourage you all in all of these aspects. It's not just relationships, even though I do consider a friendship to be a relationship as well. But it's not just relationships that we need to be able to let go of a lot of things. We just really need to let things go. There are people walking around that are over 30 years old still talking about the things that happened to them in elementary school and middle school that they have still not let go of. There are people walking around that will see you. Man, you did this to me. You tricked me on my way to the lunchroom back in 1996. And you still mad? You done moved on. You got a whole wife. You got kids. You got a whole husband. You got a whole three, four degrees. And you still mad about somebody tripping you on your way to the lunchroom? We got to let these things go. We have to let these things go because not only is it keeping you in the past, but it's stunting your growth in the future because it's bringing about fear of the possibility of the new situations that can come that are going to have some of those old trends. So, for example, you start a new job and it's somebody there with the name Carlos. And Carlos at your last job when it told the boss that you was milking the clock. So now on your new job, you see somebody named Carlos and you automatically mad at him. You don't even get a, give him a chance. It's like, no, nah, man, Carlos is, man, I'm just going to stay away from them. Like, you will not believe <laughs> I can't make it any more clearer. These are real situations. It's people out here that are really like that. Man, I'm not going to eat no more ice cream because one time I was eating ice cream and a fly landed on it. And ever since then, I never ate ice cream again. For real? This is real stuff. People are really holding on to things in their life that they really need to let go of so that they can move forward and be fruitful. You cannot be fruitful when you're looking back into the past and not moving on into the future. And I'm, I'm telling you, I know some of those things are hurtful. I know everything was not perfect. I know your parents didn't do everything that you wanted them to do. They didn't say everything that you wanted them to say. They didn't buy you all the things you wanted them to buy you. But guess what? You made it anyway. And so now that you made it, you just make better choices. But does that mean that you hold them accountable for the rest of their lives for the things that they did to you back when you were seven? Or the things that they didn't buy for you back when you were seven. I'm telling you, these are real situations. It's some people that are still mad because their parents did not get them a Teddy Ruxpin on Christmas. <laughs> and we got to do better because we have to heal the anxiety, 
the stress, the hurt, the high blood pressure, all of these things that we're going through, some of these things are caused by putting that stress on our bodies from dealing with hurt and pain from the past. So the last step that I have is to fill that void. I'm going back to this again. Don't fill the void with another person unless that person is somebody that you know was sent to help you to deal with the things that you're going through. Because I do believe some people come into your life to help you to heal. I do believe that. And they may not be there forever. It may be a seasonal thing, but I do feel like people come into your life at a certain time when you need them. But you need to know if it's that type of person or if this is one of those on to the next situations. And that's what I mean by don't fill it with another person. Don't fill it with an on to the next. Uh, it was his loss. It was her loss. On to the next one. Don't fill it with an on to the next. Don't fill that void with an on to the next person. Fill it with God. Fill it with reflection. Fill it with meditation. Take the time to get to know yourself. Take the time to get to know yourself. What are the things that you like? What are the things that you want to do? What are the things that that you want to have in this lifetime? I know a few years ago, and it was probably longer than a few, you know, everybody was going around saying YOLO, YOLO, and you only live once. I think people took it a little bit recklessly, like, yeah, you only live once, you better do this, you better do that. But seriously, if you only live once, do you want to live in pain, in grief, in strife and disappointment and failure is that the way that you want to spend this one lifetime that you have do you want to spend it in unhappiness do you want to spend it in a relationship in a friendship that you feel like you're getting nothing from is that the way you want to spend the only life that you have and the fact of the matter is People say it all the time, but I really don't think that we really internalize it when they say, you know, you could be here today and gone tomorrow. And if today were your last day, the way that you live this day, is that the way you want somebody to say was your last day? So that's why they say live every day like it's your last. Did you put your heart and soul into everything that you did into this day? Did you feel happiness and joy? Did you bless someone else with anything? Even if it was just your presence, just being there. Did you check on your loved ones? Did you do anything? Even if it was just looking up at the sunshine. Did you appreciate the sunshine today? Did you appreciate the flowers? How often do we just walk past and never even look at them? Never even take the time to to smell them. Never just sit and look up at the sky and see what shapes that we can see and what we will find, like we used to do as children. All of this time that we've had to be at home, how much time have you spent worrying 
versus enjoying, enjoying that extra time with your family, enjoying that self-care time that you've had, enjoying that time to just sit and meditate, or have you spent most of this time arguing with people on social media? Because there's so much of that going on, debating about what's on social media, arguing with people about whether they should wear a mask or not. How did you really spend this time? We've been at home literally since March. What have you accomplished in this time? And I'm not even saying like, I know it was some meme going around where it's like, if you haven't um, developed a hustle or something in this time that you didn't do anything with it, I'm not even talking about that. I'm saying, did you accomplish anything internally? Did you become a better person? Did you read any books that inspired you? Did you do anything with your family that was inside of your home? Did you do anything with a friend? Did you go for a walk on the river walk? Did you look at the water? Did you feel the sun rays? Did you embrace the day? Did you tell God, thank you for anything that he's done for you? Even if it was, well, look, I got, I'm unemployed for my job, but I got an extra $600. It's so many people saying that they're making more money now than they were making working their jobs. Did you thank God for that? Did you appreciate it? Did you show any gratitude? Did you do anything for someone else? That's what I mean when I say, did you accomplish anything? It's not always about money. I think we put too much value into money and not enough value into relationships and even our self-care. We need to start putting some value into that. We need to start putting value into the things that really matter. So those are the, the ideas that I have for filling that void. And then once you're healed, once you're healed, so once you're not feeling that that void anymore, once you're not feeling that pain anymore, once you're saying it's well with me, it's well with my soul, any anything that happens, whatever my lot may be, whatever may happen to me, I've learned and I'm saying it from experience, you know. I've learned how to appreciate everything, everything. Even when I know I did something wrong and something could have turned out a whole different way, I even appreciate that and have to say, thank you, God, because you didn't let happen what could have happened, but you still gave me grace and I appreciate that. Even when things don't go my way. Thank you, because maybe the way that I wanted things to go weren't the way that they needed to go. And I thank you. This time that I had off from March, when I'm telling you in the beginning, I'm like, this is not good for an extrovert. I want to be out. I want to be around people. I want to be. But that wasn't the plan for this time. The plan for this time was even doing what I'm doing right now. Putting my thoughts onto paper and then being able to speak them to other people. Working with people that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to work with 
had I been doing my normal job because I would have been consumed by that. But in everything, in everything, even when it doesn't work my way, even when it doesn't go the way that I think it should go, in everything, give thanks. So I hope that you all enjoy this podcast today about letting things go. And I hope that something that I said will help you to let something go that need that you need to let go in your life and move forward. And I'm hoping that you all will write some reviews and um, give me some comments to let me know how you're feeling about the podcast so far. Thank you once again for listening to me. This is C, and I hope that you all enjoy the rest of your day, whatever day that may be.